Testing. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Rub and Seasoning. I have sitting across from me, Jeremy, the Bouge, the Kitchen White Law. Nah. Sitting next to him is our sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, showrunner, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. Hey, that was pretty good. That's good. All right. We <laughs> nailed, got nailed it. And, and we're recording. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, you know. nailed it. All right, y'all. We got a great episode ahead. Last week, we did a big episode on soup. soup. Soup, yeah, amazing <laughs> chili. Oh my gosh! Like our group chat has been lit up with the Reload Squad today. <laughs> I've been making fun of chili quite a bit. Uh, that was a good episode to do with uh, when I was out of town because uh-huh. I'd have given you crap the whole episode. Yeah, we, we knew we were like, okay, this is the time to do chili. But but I'm telling you, we have had like the biggest. What what would you say? Like. Huh? So many people like response, with, response. Yeah, there's like, your word. Opinions coming out, and like people <laughs> mm-hmm. like they're with Dude. their stance. They want people to know that I they want, are team Bean or team No Bean. I know you haven't had time to listen to last week's episode yet because you've been not listened crazy yet, yeah. busy. But I want you to listen to it because it's. I, I never thought there would be this many opinions about a bowl of freaking chili and how amped up people and how much chili. opinion I would have about the damn matter. I have tons of opinion about it. I know your opinion it's is sitting in the it's, toilet. It's basically soup and no one likes soup. Uh-huh. Oh. I love soup. Really? Yeah. I what, do. I like soup Make a nice hearty bowl of soup. What, so, what, what soup restaurant do you go to regularly? What, what's your, what's uh, soup your soup spot? The soup kitchen. <laughs> the soup <laughs> Literally, <laughs> if you're homeless, that's what they give you. Like, come on, you're proving my point here. <laughs> you know, like, like, it, if, you, no, no, if you're no. sick and you got diarrhea, what do they give you? Soup. Like, no, come not. on now. <laughs> you know it's true. All right, listen. All oh, right. no. But Soup's going down. That was last week's episode. But we did, the reason, Jeremy, we had a co-host on, or uh freaking name, I don't even know the word. Anyway, Paul. Paul. Guest, guest host. I knew the name. Guest host. Thank there you. you. Yeah. Uh, but we alluded that Jeremy was gone. And on this week, Jeremy's going to be giving us a complete rundown of things behind behind the scenes stuff in the distillery that you would never ever get to experience in your life unless you were in his position. Knowledge mm-hmm. and some pours some, and everything. Some so heavy bourbon talk. We don't know a lot about it. Yes, we're gonna have a lot of bourbon talk on this podcast. And Jeremy has brought us some surprise pours. Um some that none of y'all have ever had. So mm-hmm. um stick around for that. But right now we're gonna do what we always do and we're gonna catch up. So Right now, uh, we have no drinks in front of us. I do. I have a Pilsner Urquell. I want one. I, I have has. a lovely water in front of me from uh, Kroger, uh, purified drinking water, 16.9 ounces. Do you want a beer? No, I'm good. We're going to have a bunch of pours. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Stacy just left. <laughs> bro, so I, I hired this new guy. Um, oh, you finally got someone to I work did. for you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. But this dude, man, I, I really, I'm super stoked about this guy. He's he's a super hard worker, super grateful to have the job. Nice. And he seems like an intelligent dude. And he started educating me on bottled water. Oh, okay. And, I mean, oh, about it, the it, pHs and stuff? The pHs. He's like, hey. The he, flavors. But he's like this this country guy, and he's talking about, he's like, I don't drink that kind of water. Was like, they put stuff in it that I, that's not water. He goes, they put stuff in there that makes you more thirsty. 
He goes, look at it right there. He goes, <gasps> we need to learn about this. He put, the, he said they put some of these. They put uh, the something sulfide or whatever. It says baking soda, but they say it's to balance it out. But he said he watched the documentary and that it makes it actually makes you more thirsty, makes you want to drink more. There, there is like some deep knowledge that goes into water that I would love to learn one day. You know, because I know some people are like really strict on what water's. I mean, but well, I I know like um, if water like is purified and distilled, it has like a bad taste to it, so they add minerals back to it to well, make it taste like actual like spring water. Well, he's on the other side of things. Of they're putting this stuff in your water. It's oh, it's, we need it's to have and, him the, on. and the conspiracy in me. It's so weird that you would hire a guy who's deep into conspiracy theories and then get along with him really well. <laughs> that That's was, so strange. That was just an added bonus. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> was that like part of the application? Like it was. You had to. Be, <laughs> do you do you have conspiracy theories? He's like water. You're like whoa. Hired. That's a big yeah. one. <laughs> do you own a tinfoil hat? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So uh, changing gears real quick. Um, me and Stacy finished Squid Games. Oh, yes. I forgot we were going to talk about this. Yeah. And we refrained from talking about it last week because I told her, I said, we have to talk about it with Jeremy. So are, are we going to put a, a disclaimer on here? A spoiler yes. alert? Disclaimer. Right now, if you've not seen Squid Games, um, you need to fast forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, well, you could put a, why don't you just in post put in all right, that's a fast a, forward a, to this time. A timestamp, yeah. That okay. sounds good. So here we go. Holy moly, we got spoilers coming up about that there Squid Games. If you don't want to hear any spoilers about Squid Games, fast forward to 12 minutes and 46 seconds. Thank you. Um, We, I didn't think I was going to like the show. Yeah. I told you the that. The first two episodes are like a little slow and you're like, man, that guy's a piece of shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Right? The way he treats his kid and stuff. Like, yeah. I just didn't think his that. Mom, yeah, his mom. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I mean, I didn't, just didn't think I was going to be able to get past the, the dubbed. Yeah. You know. That, no, I had no problem with I it. I got, I got over it instantly. instantly. It was like you're right. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. It, instantly. The, the, the voice actors acting. did great. Yeah. Even the cheesy acting, like I got past it because I felt like it was such a greatly but written bro, story. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that was some raw stuff that was going on there. It was great, yeah. I mean, like, it was just every episode, you're like, what the? Yes. So one thing that I was expecting, you know, like, just from seeing, like, clips and, like, people talking about it and, you know, hearing that it's kind of like Hunger Games and mm-hmm. Saw, I was expecting it to be, like, okay, these guys got, like, captured and it was going to be this torturous thing and, like, they're going to have to survive. Like, this was, but this oh, was, no, like, yeah. you like, choose yeah. to be there. This was straight up. they were up. fair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The concept is amazing. The Which is a real like, game. Like, I think, like, one of the big draws, especially for, like, an, an American audience, is, like, you have no idea what's going on. Like, most movies, like, I can watch with my, with my wife, and I can, I can pick the plot apart, like, in 15 minutes, you know? Yes. The first 15 minutes Same. of the movie, I'm like, this is how it's going to end. Same. But this, there was so much, like, uh, South Korean, like, stuff built into it that you're like, I don't know what DeLonga Candy is. I don't know what this is or that or whatever. Like, you know, The games like, and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, you don't write, you're, you're like, I don't know what a squid game is. But like, who saw you know? that? Who saw the ending coming? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Like, the old guy. Did you guys guess that at all? No. Nope. No. Didn't guess it at all. Um, now, I, I was d- wondering I, why he was uh, the only old one. I guessed it. Well, he had the brain tumor, so he didn't care. Yeah. I didn't. Well, thing. okay. I didn't guess it. Mm-hmm. I did say to Stacy before we watched the last episode, I said two things. I said, I guessed that the one crazy chick, mm-hmm. when she didn't get picked, I, I, oh, I, maybe I told Jared this, but the, you know, the, the, yeah, yeah. I said, she's not dead. I said, I don't think she's dead because they just drug her off. Normally no, they, you said that to me oh, when you were yeah, watching. Yeah, 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 she's yeah, yeah. not dead. Yeah, normally they cap them right there. Well, so it, I well, guess that. But the, the reason they had the odd number was because the doctor was cheating. 
Right. And that would have been the partner, so they're not going to punish her for exactly. not having a partner. Exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, and because like the fairness thing. But mm-hmm. then I didn't, um, I did say to Stacy, I don't think the old man's dead because they didn't show him getting. Yeah. But I didn't think he was the freaking dude behind it all. Yeah. Have you seen like all the conspiracy theory stuff going around about how like. like they gave like, him the, the jacket. Well, that and then like he supposedly he wasn't handcuffed during uh, the tug of war. Oh really? Well, there's like a video showing it, but like the like the locks were like on the top of their wrist, but then when it gets to him, his hands upside down, so you wouldn't be able to see it. And I was like, that wouldn't make any sense because the other players would see him not getting locked in, and then like the tug of war was so fast. Like, what's he gonna be like? All right, hold on, let me take these uh, things off my wrist real quick, even if there's not a lock. You know, the like- only conspiracy I saw was that he gave. You know, the, uh, the main character was so nice to him. Yeah. That he gave the main character his jacket, which was a jacket of like protection. Like you're wearing his number, and that showed favor to the guards or whatever. That they wouldn't. I don't know. That's that's the conspiracy I saw. That they helped him win or let him win or whatever via that. Yeah. Because that was because that was the old man's jacket. Who wasn't? Uh, it was basically invulnerable. Yeah. I, but what yeah. what would happen if his ass tumbled off the damn tug of war tower? Well, I think because he had the brain tumor, he didn't give a shit. That was like the whole thing. Yeah. Cause like, I mean like, you know, a lot of them, you know, like, especially with that one, like the, the marble one, I think he threw on purpose and stuff. To, so the other guy could move on. Oh, he know? knew what he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And he knew what he was doing the whole time. And, and then at the Why end, would you cheat your friend like that? Yeah. At, at the end, when, when he comes back, he's like, you know, Oh yeah. Thing for me, uh, though, like I think that was very unsettled was the, the brother of the main guy that that was a weird subplot like you had no idea where that was going and then 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 it just turned out to be nothing (laughs) he got shot shot in the shoulder and fell off the cliff but I didn't think he was dead I think that's like a season two thing I think so too because they he was in the shoulder and I don't they never showed him dead and then like that whole side plot never went anywhere and I just wanted homeboy to go over and re at least reconnect with your daughter you know what I'm saying? Oh, at the end, he, he he's like on a plane going to see his, his daughter. Anime, his anime hair so, put so on. <laughs> one of the theories I read was uh, the reason he did the red hair was because um, the guys who controlled the game all wore red. And like red is a uh, color of power. So he was trying to like take power back by dyeing his hair red. Oh. And well, like, he looked like Ronald McDonald. That, that he, makes he sense. He 100% did it, because I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> um, you do not look good, sir. <laughs> there's that one, and then uh, the other big controversy is um, the dubbing. Have you heard about that? Yes, where they're not... They're not Supposedly, it's, it's not match. true. And yeah. you, but you said that. You so, said there was words that would come up to yeah, you. Yeah, so um, the dubbing and the subtitles are completely different. Um, so like, yeah. like at one point, I remember reading it, and she's like... Um, you need to get away from me. And like the subtitles were like, you can fuck off, you bitch. You know, like 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 yeah. it was completely different, but Whoa. it was like a lot a lot harsher and stuff. And I was like, okay, like maybe something's off there. So they're saying like a lot of like like a lot of stuff changes like with the dubbing and stuff. The so. South Koreans uh were saying that the the crazy lady mm-hmm. um that no one liked, they yeah. said that her character was ruined by the dubbing. Okay, be, be, okay. The person I'm talking about with, with the subtitle thing is the crazy lady. Okay, because they were Cause saying because like some of the subtitle stuff she was saying was really funny, and then it got like taken down five notches with like, the dubbing. It got wonky. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. yeah. Like, the, the, it didn't they, translate they to all cult, our culture very well. You well, know, no, like but, with her, she's she just, just cheesy, loud and cheesy. Yeah, yeah, and and like I think she was like really funny, like in 
in the original with actual like, the actual words being yeah, said. Yeah, she was yeah. saying like a bunch of like funny cuss words and like being like, you know, like 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 funny, like big personality, not yeah. like cheesy like, you know. Exactly. She was annoying. Yeah, she came across as annoying. Did yeah. you also hear about um the flubs that Squid Games had Mm-mm. about giving out someone here in the United States actual number on accident? What? So on the back of the I don't know if it was the United States number, but it was. I thought it was some. Somewhere. I thought it. I thought, uh, okay. I thought it was the United States. Maybe well, it, it can't wasn't. be because there's was only six num- digits on it. It was like oh three four. I thought they fixed it or something. So like all movies are supposed to use five 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 numbers, and those are like not numbers that are given yeah. out. That's what are using movies, so they yeah, must not right. have like used that number. Well, they did a, a real address. Oh, okay. And they did a real someone's real phone number, and they had to compensate. They apologized and everything. Yeah. Said it's already out. We're so sorry. You know, we have nothing we can do about it now. But then they compensated them a bunch yeah. of money and stuff. Sometimes but. movies will do like um, if you see like a website on like a TV show or a movie or something, it'll actually be like guerrilla marketing. You go to the website and there'll be like a special Easter egg there or something. But this just is like screw yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but dude, the games. I mean, that dude in the subway smacking the shit. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> like that, that's how they get it because they know they're not going to leave. They're you like, should do that between you two. Money. No, his, his freaking calloused iron hands. I don't big, want to play. Ass. Like, uh, no, I'm good though. Like, I don't want to play either. Like, that's just horrible. <laughs> like, we, we would never be invited to the Squid Game. No. Have you ever seen the uh, those slap competitions? Yes. Well, it's it's like you know they have the oh. table like arm wrestling. They sit there like this and they just trade freaking licks. Yeah, it's like a Russian thing. I think they have to stand yeah. there and just accept and it, eat it. Yeah, yeah. and then and then it's their turn. You see, yep. you see the one where it's like some little like punk kid. There's no weight class, and, and, and like he slaps <laughs> this big dude, and the guy's like okay, and then the guy smacks it, and like <laughs> his hand is like bigger than his head, and it like he just goes flying across the instant, room. Instant, yeah. death. Yeah. instant death. Instant death. Oh, all right, it's good stuff. Though. Well, I'm ready to get the drinking. I want somebody to pose. So let's go to a break. And on the other side, we're going to jump straight into behind the scenes with Bardstown. Stick around, guys. We'll see you. What's up, y'all? If you're listening to this podcast and you've not tried Reload Rub and Seasoning yet, man, you are doing a disservice to you and your food. Guys, at ReloadRub.com, we have everything you need to up your cooking game. You want to be a better barbecuer? ReloadRub.com. You want to be that badass at the tailgate? ReloadRub.com. Listen, if you're an outdoorsman and you want to show off your wild game culinary skills, ReloadRub.com has the stuff you need to do it. So right now, head to ReloadRub.com and use code TRP21 and you can get free shipping off your entire order, y'all. So grab all the seasoning that you need to be that badass in the kitchen or in the outdoors. Heck, while you're at it, grab you some swag too. ReloadRub.com. Head there right now. Use TRP21 and get everything you need for that cooking experience you deserve. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're going to jump right in. So, uh, this past weekend, mm. I was out of town. I was up in Louisville, Kentucky. And yes, we're going to do a pour. Um, <laughs> I was at an event with uh, Barstown Bourbon Co. They invited um, a bunch of influencers to come up and have a weekend up in Louisville and Barstown area and do a bunch of fun stuff. And so, uh, just going to share that experience with you guys today. But we're going to start off with a, uh, a pour. Grab the right one here. I'm so stoked about this because we, we've talked about this company several times. And, you know, it's it's crazy because I've been uh, infatuated with this company for 
what, probably five years now, four or five years. And, but the, we've never owned any of their their bourbons. Ever they, since we ate in their restaurant. <laughs> yeah, the, they've been there for about six years now, I think. Yeah. Uh, they're relatively new to the bourbon scene. And so um, that gives them the freedom to do whatever they want and not have to be like, this is great grandpappy's recipe that we have to They're not use. stuck. Yeah, no, they're not stuck. They can do whatever they want. Um, so for first pour, I grabbed my, uh, my Fusion Series 5. Um, they, so this is kind of a, a sneak peek to the end. They did gift me a bottle of Fusion. Um, no, this is the Fusion Four. They gift, or this is the Fusion Five. Yeah, they gifted me a bottle of Fusion Six, which is um, out on shelves now. I don't think it's mm-hmm. in our market yet. But they gave each of us a personalized bottle, so I have a bottle with my name and it says the Kitchen White Law on it. And no stuff. way! So cool. It's super cool, but like I don't want to open it because it's like a personalized bottle. So yeah. I brought some Fusion Five for us to start with. Sounds yeah. good. Which is, um, it's it's one of their lower proof ones. Um, they come out uh, regularly with their uh, Fusion and their Discovery series, and they are blended bourbons, and it has the entire mash bill on the side of the bottle which this one is a blend of three different bourbons. Um, one is from Bardstown, 56%. It tells you the mash bill of that one. 14% from Bardstown tells you the mash bill. And then 30% from a Kentucky 11-year bourbon and also the mash bill on that one. It gives you everything right on the bottle. Which huh. is, they do that with all of their bourbons and stuff, which is really cool. So um, yeah, let's uh, well, do a little Well, I have a pour. question. So what's the difference between the Fusion and Discovery series? The, uh, the Fusion is a little younger and a little lower proof, and the Discovery is a little older and a little higher proof. Okay, so we should be able to find Bardstown uh, Fusion 6. Right now, like the Fusion 5, this one is still on, on, on the shelf around here. Okay. So um, we're drinking Fusion 5. Fusion 5, yeah. Ooh. Okay. So it's light amber. I'm really color. excited about this. I've been really intrigued with their company. Yeah, y'all, yeah. y'all get ready because if, if you love bourbon, buckle up. It's about to get it's about to get raw. And this is something here. you're gonna want to, you know. Hopefully, if we like it, you know, something you're gonna want to go to your local shops and try to find. Yeah, which um, th- this one is um, corn oh. rye multi barley, corn rye wheat multi barley, corn rye multi barley. Do you smell that? That uh, it's like a. You smell that? You smell what's do, in that glass? Yeah. Do you smell um, it, girl? I, I mean, like straight up. Crisp apples. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Juicy, juicy apples on the scent. Mm. Mm. Oh, man. But it's, it's like caramely and creamy on the tongue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's it's roll. good stuff. I have not. So, like, we've tasted a lot of oh, bourbons together. Oh, my gosh. I have n- never been disappointed in anything of theirs, and I tried a lot of their stuff over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, what does this run price-wise usually? Um, I think this one's about 60, and then oh. the Discovery series is around like 120, um, but those are going to be much older and much higher proof, like 115-ish, 120. This is phenomenal. This one is, I think it's 94.9. So, to me, it's like just the perfect, like, it's got a little bit of a, of a burn to it, but... Mm-hmm. More than you would expect for a 94, but in a smooth, delicious way. And you've got a lot of oakiness yeah. on the back end. Which, one of the cool things about Bardstown is um, they they do a lot of contract distilling. Um, they have, um, I think, like nine rick houses on their property right now. Nine massive rick houses. They're building two more, and then they're building like two more after that immediately. So, they're going to have 12 on their property. They do a lot of contract distilling. So, they'll, they'll distill on property, barrel it. Put it in their rick houses for your company, like like the, that's so. They do so like, for like, like the Reload Bourbon no, Company, yeah, Kentucky Owl, Kentucky, um, like a lot of people, like they they do this for. It's so wild that they that they're the fifth largest, seventh largest by volume. Seventh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was fifth. They're the seventh largest distiller by volume, in, like in the world, but with only nine 
Rick houses. No, it, well, well, they don't have to put it on their property. Like they'll distill it for you, and then you can take oh, it to your Rick house that too. Makes, yeah, that makes, um, there you the, go. The, the, they just have their uh, distillery set up. But like the cool thing about them is most distilleries do like I don't know a handful of recipes. They do over fifty recipes there. <laughs> Uh, so they had that, and they also have a bottling plant on site now, which they just opened like in the past few months. Like they were just getting it up and running last time Matt and I went down there. They're gonna um, they're gonna be really hitting the market hard in the coming years. Oh yeah, no, like um. So the reason like they have these uh the fusion and discovery series now, like these are blended series. Um, they don't have any um single product that they sell right now. They're waiting till all of their stock gets to at least six years old before they release like like um a high rye mash bill or a weeded bourbon That's or be a bottled and bond. Or whatever, like they're waiting for at least six years. That's gonna be awesome yeah. when those start coming. Oh out. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They'll be like hard because they'll be like new, like brand new hitting the shelves. Yeah. So people are gonna want to snag that. It's yeah. like uh, 2023. Like right now, they're in 16 states, and they're uh, they're gonna be in like 44 states by 2023. That's their plan, and that's when that those products will start to release. That's a massive. This is move. delicious. Oh yeah. Um, so anyways, back to the trip, um, their guy there who, uh, we're going to have him on the podcast, uh, probably like next month. Um, their, uh, their, uh, digital media manager. Uh, he's the guy I've been working with, uh, Brandon, his account is the daily dram, huge whiskey guy, yep. super into everything. And he's coming in studio. Yeah. He's going to come in studio. He's coming to Knoxville. Um, cause he can't stand to be away from us. So uh, right. he wants to come and hang out with us. <laughs> he wants to shake our hands. Um, you know, we're, we're flying him in first class, uh, down 75, uh-huh. um, you know, <laughs> all the nines. Anyway, so he invited us uh so i went i got a plus one my sister megan came with me and uh we drove up there on a friday morning got up at like 4 30 in the morning and drove up to louisville for uh two days of whiskey drinking fun um and brandon just set up so much really cool stuff for us uh the first thing we did that when we got there hmm. um, i'm just smiling, oh, just smiling i'm, just I'm just enjoying smiling this all, yeah oh yeah uh first thing we did is we went to uh kelvin cooperage uh which is one of the large cooperages there in in the louisville area yeah. um th- there are so many distilleries in the area that there's just such a need for barrels and so uh what kelvin does is it makes uh new charred oak barrels and then it also buys back the used barrels and sends them back over to Scotland for Irish whiskeys yeah. and scotch to be oh. aged in. So they had tons of used barrels that they were repairing, and then they also were making the new barrels. Yeah. So uh, the owner um, came up, Scottish dude, super nice guy, uh, came up and gave us a tour, walked us through the whole process. We got to see uh, the staves, then making the lids, then making the barrels, the, you know, the guy trying to find all the staves to fit in the barrel to make a round, uh, steaming the barrel so they could bend them into that shape that we yeah. know and love, uh, firing the barrels, which was super cool because they were like, walk in the furnace if you want, do whatever, we don't care. Like, like they opened it up to us. Like, this is not a place that ever gives tours. Um, and so we got to see the whole process, them drilling the bung, um, pressurizing the barrel to see if there's any leaks and then fixing them and stuff. And the whole process start to finish, we got to see. And they kind of talked you through it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which I took tons of videos there. is super cool. Um, I'll probably put together a reel and uh, because I storied all of it, but I'll probably put together a reel to kind of show it and stuff. Yeah. Just, I, it was just so cool. I mean, like like a dark warehouse and a bunch of guys doing like woodworking. Like it was just I, I want to know super nice. how did it smell? It's like... Was it all just like wood or did you get some of those? So like where they store the barrels, like the used barrels and stuff, it smells like whiskey. You know, it yeah. smells like bourbon. It smells like you're in a rick house or something. Because I mean, you know, you're talking about um, a warehouse with 30 foot tall ceilings and barrels stacked 10 high, you know, yeah. in like a hundred by a hundred foot space, you know, I mean, just all wall to wall barrels. That's nothing, wild, you, you know, dude. just stacked up like crazy. It's so, it's like almost... I wouldn't say overwhelming, but it's just like, it's majestic almost. Oh, like it you is. You walk 100%. into those, like, 
the 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 rick houses or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you see all of them stacked, and it's like it's. I think it's something like um um one rick house on the Bardstown property holds like thirty thousand barrels. That's crazy. That's how big they are. Like you and you're see, standing in there, you see out. them in, at a distance, and you're like, oh, that's a big building, and then you realize, oh, that's a ten story tall building. Oh my god, that's a ten story tall building filled with thirty thousand barrels. Like, but this barrels. Is, yeah. this is what is why she fell in love with bourbon. Yeah, I never liked bourbon because until when that. you when you go and you see something like what you, you saw, smell it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. you realize what's in this glass right here mm-hmm. was everything that went into this is so much bigger. Oh yeah, than what you ever would think. It's oh yeah, so like the nerd, like the science nerd in me, and then I mean, you just cannot beat just the, the effort, smell just the effort the that air. goes into it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I will say um, uh, that I forgot. Oh no, mm. I know what yeah. I was saying now. Mm. So I, I was trying to make this point, but I didn't want to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you know, I people go back and forth about this all the time, but the fact that Scotch has to have, not has to, but most of the time, gets used bourbon barrels to age your stuff in, mm-hmm. tells me that bourbon is a superior product. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That's right. That's, that's, it started that's, out. Just like beans or no beans, yeah. you got the scotch guys and you got the bourbon guys, but your scotch got to have a little bit of my bourbon it tastes as good as it does. Um, it's one of those things where like, um, you know, if you do a four-year Kentucky straight bourbon, you know, that barrel still has a lot of life left in it, you uh-huh. know? Um, I mean, some of these scotch, you, you know, like uh, bourbon, you don't really see past like 25 years or so. Um, that'd be like way too long. But I mean, some of these scotches, because over in Scotland, the weather is a lot more uh, forgiving. So you can age a lot longer without that evaporation. You'll see scotches that are like 50, 60 years old, you know, crazy numbers like that. And those bur- those barrels are still, you know, in use. Do you, you know? think, I mean, like, but bro, like what, what are you getting at that point? Like fifty, like sixty years old. Well, I mean, like I think, like it, it's a decelerated bourbon. So a fifty, sixty-year-old would be similar to like a twenty-year-old bourbon. You, you think know? so? Oh yeah, we talked about this before because the, like the the weather over in Scotland, it doesn't get as hot. It stays a lot more humid because they're on an island. Sure, you know, like like they have things where like the evaporation is much much slower. The angel share like is much much slower. No, no, l- less the evaporation part. I'm mm-hmm. thinking more. It's it's that liquid still in there. It's yeah. still penetrating it's, it, that wood. It's actively and like. At what point are you just tasting a popsicle stick? What what point does it just taste like wood? Yeah, the, you get all those tannins and stuff. And like yeah. that that was one thing at Kelvin. Like they were showing us um, after like the uh, barrels been pressure tested and everything. They have like a bunghole burner. So they have like this heated <laughs> rod. I saw that. Me too. Like, yeah, yeah. Went in and like burned They it. have a heated rod that stays under a flame and they put the barrel underneath it and then they burn that hole where the bung goes in because they don't ever want the uh, whiskey to touch unburnt wood because it'll oh, give tannin I was flavors. About that. Yeah, because I asked them. Does all, everybody I, do that? No, Ke- th- this is something Kelvin, Kelvin does. does. And like uh, what they do is like whenever they're making their lids, like there's offcuts and stuff, you know, for making like a circle lid, all of those offcuts are what they use to fire the barrels. There's no gas, there's no nothing. Like it, it's a it's wood pure. fire. Everything is wood there. Yeah. So wow. when I saw that video, I was wondering about that because I've never seen that done yeah. before. And yeah. like when we were I like drilling, him. we were drilling the bunghole in at Angel's Envy, I noticed like they don't have that. And it almost mm-hmm. makes you wonder. You know, is that why sometimes you get those well, unpleasant fresh wood when, flavors? When we went to Old Forester, they were not using... The, charred bungles. Well, okay, I'll take this back. Charred bungles. I was like, milk wipes are needed. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title, charred bungles. <laughs> yeah. But no, they had... So when you go to Old Forester, they have a mini 
cooperage yeah. that you get to walk through to okay. kind of just see the process. Yeah, yeah. And they toast some barrels, but it's like you can see the flame and then they, sh- yeah. you know, they just blow it through. It's not, it's not just pure wood. It's gas. No, this, th- this place was wild. Like, like it was under a big like exhaust vent and stuff, but still, I mean, it was just like you, you were at like a campfire. But isn't I mean, it, it was- wild? Isn't it wild that they're the old way yeah. of doing it? Mm-hmm. How it reverts, it circles back that that's the right way. We were asking the owner, we're like, how old is this like stuff you have here? And he's like, he's like, I think our oldest piece of machinery is like over 150 years old. They have a lot of the stuff from like, from like wow. before the turn of the 20th century, like a lot of the equipment in there. It's like, like this is how it was done 100 years ago and like they're still doing Technology, it. I love it when you can restore that. Yeah. Technology may make it easier. Yeah. But the old way makes it taste better. Yeah, they, they don't cut any corners here. Like, it's all hand-pressed together. Everything so is hand-fit and stuff. Cool, man. I mean, the, you know, the, the, I think there was like 65 guys working in this warehouse just pumping out barrels. And, you, you know, it, it, it was it was by far like the most visceral like part of the entire trip, just wow. being able to see that. Because, I mean, like, it was, this place doesn't give uh, tours. They were like, make sure you wear closed-toed shoes. Make sure, like, you're not wearing a dress, stuff like that. Yeah. Because we're going into a manufacturing environment. Like, this is like, you know, You could get hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Because like, they don't, they're not set up to do tours. They don't you, do you're tours, You're walking period. into their warehouse no, like, while th- they're working. This was a favor um, to Bardstown wow. like, to bring us in there and stuff and like j- just to let us see it and make some content and, and, and see the process behind the scenes. Yeah, okay. and like seeing the process and like them restoring like history and just doing it the bare bones mm-hmm. way. Like that's what makes you appreciate it every time you pour a glass and you're giving it smell and you're tasting it. You're tasting all of those flavors. This isn't just like some manufacturing machine that's cookie cutter stamping out yeah. this stuff like they are hand picking the staves and they're charring mm-hmm. them and for the correct amount of seconds just to get that perfect oaky like yeah. char to them and that's what makes everything so unique it makes every bottle every spirit unique mm-hmm. and that's that is why i fell in yeah. love with it yeah and, and like all of the pallets of wood that come in that they use to like build these barrels the like if you've ever seen a bourbon barrel like the staves are not like the same. They're all the, different yeah, sizes all width. the way around the width. And so um, like there's a guy there, like a few of them whose job is to like build these barrels out of these mismatched staves and they have to like go through and like, like a find, puzzle piece. Yeah, they, they, they had to find Tetris. the one like, like he's, yeah. try, he, he's trying one. It's, oh, it's, it's a little too small. Oh, it's a little too big. Oh, here, here we go. Now th- this one's just right. And like these guys know it so well because they've done it so many times that like they can just grab the right stave and like shove it right in sure. and, and move it on and They're stuff. They're not fitting it into holes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He just shoved it right into that hole. I'd be, a, I'd be a great stave maker. Yeah. Well, why did they, they say why they, just don't make the staves all the same because trees are all different. Like you get different stuff. Like you know, I got gotcha. um, you. I mean, like when they there would just be more waste if uh, if they had to cut everything to the same size. I see. And then um, you know, like that, make, just, that, that makes yeah, sense because you get just more waste. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so so like th- th- they get these pallets in of like cut blanks, but they're all random sizes and stuff. Like they're all the same thickness or all the same length. Yeah. But then they have to do that with it, and then like the ones that are um, th- then they get shorter ones in for the tops and bottoms, and then the offcut when they cut that circle out of that square that they made, uh-huh. all those offcuts are what they use to fire the kiln to uh to to toast these barrels. That's so badass. Yeah. Oh, it's super cool. That's so badass. Um, and this is stop one on the trip. You know, this is the first thing we we went and did. Um, just so, thinking about that man yeah oh yeah yeah and so uh from there we did um we went back into louisville proper uh grabbed some lunch went to a few breweries had some brews and then we went uh 
a place I think you, like I was thinking about you the whole time we're at this next place, Joel. Yeah. We went to uh, Vendome Copperworks. This is the place that makes all the stills, the stills for yes. everywhere. Uh, this place makes every whiskey you've ever drank, this place makes their stills. Every beer you've ever drank, this place makes the stills. Uh, like oh everywhere gosh. we went, like it was Vendome stills, Vendome stills. Like we had to sign NDAs when we went in there. So like I only took like a few photos because they were like, oh, this is so-and-so still. This is so, like they were telling us whose stills they were, but we weren't allowed to like say. Wow. Wow, you really? Know? So it was it was really cool behind the scenes. Angels like, Envies. Their 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 stills, stills are vendor. Penny. Uh, oh yeah. no, Old Forester has Penny. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Penny. Yeah. I, well, like um, th- the industry like kind of died. You know, like back when bourbon died, like in the eighties and stuff. And yeah. Like there was something like I don't know. He was saying some absurd number of copper works like in the area and stuff. And then everyone kind of just died off when bourbon died, and then they started coming back, and it got to be where it was like. You know, okay, now we're doing like one a year, and now we're doing two, and now now they're doing two hundred a year. Yeah, um, and 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 then just with the brewery, yeah, boom. Oh yeah, I, mean, yeah. I can imagine how busy that. Really and are. and like he he was part of that. He was like he's like I remember one Thursday where like four states got approved, and like the next day he had calls from all of those states to build uh to. To, and, to build stills, and that's for them. the thing. It's a craft, man. It is. It, it's you copper do, and metal. You're not, I mean, you're not just gonna go. I'm gonna do this. You no, know? no. He he like he took us on a tour of the whole property. Uh, he he took us into like their shipping and receiving, and he's like, we have um you know um um uh ten by. T- I don't know, like 20 by five foot sheets of copper. He's like, we have one eighth, three sixteenths and a quarter inch thick. And everything out here is made from that. And like the, they make the stills at like uh, Jack Daniels. They make the stills at every distillery. Like ah. they're, they're the guys. And I mean, they're, 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 the- they're, they're, they're in there hand hammering these machines and stuff. And then like you get to the end where, where they're coming together and they like, he's like, oh, we have some that are so big. We have to lay them down because our 40 foot ceilings aren't tall enough. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. just insane. <laughs> huge things and I mean gorgeous pieces of artwork I mean copper and like you know they have to actually make them out of copper because like the copper interacts with the yeah with the mash chemically yeah chemically and like pulls pulls a lot of the bad stuff out of it it works as like a filter and stuff that's why they use copper a lot that's why you, you mean you see those the those gimmicks where they're like get their copper tone bracelets you know yeah yeah exactly yeah. but that's why they, they because it's has that property. Yeah. The distilleries have to shut down every week and clean those things because like, they're collecting all that crud and they just strip them down and then go again the next week, you know? Uh, it's, it's all part of the process. And, uh, you know, he was telling us, like, he, he can make any kind of still, but he, he was kind of giving us some differences between like, you know, your continuous still and your pot still and yeah. how he recommends one for one place and one for another place. Like give us kind of a behind the scenes, of all that. So it, th- that place was very cool, but I didn't take as much content there because I was kind of afraid. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to put this back in my pocket. But they were super nice. Like I got, I got a cool, uh, a couple of cool photos. Um, just absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, uh, you know, pieces of artwork is what these guys are I would have loved to have been there because any any distillery we've ever been to, we've been yeah. to a bunch, mm-hmm. and that's or anytime I'm around any kind of metal work, yeah, I'm, I immediately am like judging and and, and how like, it's fabricated. Oh, yeah, you know, no, no I mean, like the guys were in there building these as we were walking through. Like we would go from building to building, and he would be like, "Hey guys, like like you know." put down your welding torches for a minute. I got to bring some people through here, you know, yeah. like th- this was an active work day for them. You know, like they, th- they were busting these things out. It was, it was absolutely I bet they were incredible. like, what the hell? You know? yeah. Oh yeah. Another, no. another favor. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Like uh, th- they do tours every now and then, um, you know, cause like obviously they're set up for it. They had the NDAs and stuff for us. Yeah. But yeah no, like they, th- 
they were that that was really cool. It was very behind the scenes, and we had to be kind of careful about what we were showing and stuff. That's badass. So, like in between these like activities and stuff that you guys were doing these tours, like we were drinking. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> like, like are you drinking beer? Are you drinking throughout these tours? Like, what's going down? Whatever they put in your hand. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I mean like. To compare cities, like I would say Louisville is very much like Knoxville, like a relaxed, like it's one of our nice, favorite places to go to. Yeah. No, like people were asking me like, what is Knoxville like? And I'm like, it's like this, like there's breweries, there's nice restaurants, really like, great it's just, food, there's great, like, yeah. distilleries. Yeah. Yeah. Nice people, like very, you know, so, um, everything we did the first day was in Louisville. Um, you know, and then from, um, where we went to lunch was, um, near the area of uh, Nulu, which has a lot of great restaurants and breweries and stuff. So we went there and then Vendome was w- within walking distance. So like we stopped at a coffee shop on the way and then like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, uh, went to Vendome. Did they have like a bus for you guys? Like a... They did, yeah, yeah. Like a little <clears throat> booze bus type oh, thing? Oh yeah, no, they had like a, a you know, a, a nice party bus for us to go yeah. around and stuff. Like, yeah, no, we, we those are cool. We've yeah, done those we, bourbon tours before down there where all yeah. day long you're, you're getting rides through there and it's awesome. Oh yeah, and, and like I'm on this bus with a bunch of whiskey guys and stuff, so everyone's bringing bottles on the bus and stuff. Blast. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, like everyone's sharing <laughs> and stuff. Um, so from there, um, we kind of had that afternoon off to kind of, uh, rest up for a few minutes. And then we met back at the hotel downtown for, uh, dinner. And then, um, they took us to a place called, uh, I think it was called 610 Magnolia was the name of the restaurant. And they had a private dining room for us. And we had a nice four course dinner with, uh, cocktail pairings, the, um, the, um, that evening. And so, uh, one of them that we had was with their, um, this next bourbon we're going to have. Oh, let's go. Ooh, it's so, in a box. This one is in a box because uh, th- they gave me a small bottle of it. Um, and this is their, uh, their Ferrand collaboration. Um, their, their what? Ferrand. Uh, so Ferrand is a type of cognac. And so it was fin- finish, okay. finished in cognac barrels. Oh. So a lot of times, uh, well, regularly Bardstown will do these, um, these collaboration uh, bottles where they will, um, they're only for sale like at the distillery or at select locations. And um, this was one they did recently. And so we had a cocktail that night made from this uh, Ferran blend. So I got a little bottle of it for us Yum. to uh, have a nice little pour of that. Oh my gosh. Let's yeah. go. And so that night we had a, uh, here you go, pour it. Um, oh yeah, tiny pour. We had, um, we had this awesome four course dinner, uh, a bunch of apps and then uh, drinks the whole night and just got to uh, have a beautiful dinner Oh yeah. Uh, at this private dining room in, um, in Louisville, and then um, we went out and got shit face after that. Stacy's over here fondling the bottle and everything else. Oh man, gotta get a good look at it. Get oh. a little bit of this. It's dark. Yeah, th- this one's 110 proof. It, so there we go. There we go. <laughs> th- th- this is a Bartown bourbon that was then finished in cognac barrels. So, okay, so it's a finished bourbon. So we had the only other Bartstown besides anything you've oh. introduced us to mm-hmm. has been one that we got that Stephen and Natalie brought on our anniversary, that, and it was finished in some type that of was French a, barrel. It was a Discovery series. And it was the red label, like it was like a uh, yeah, magenta the, label. Yeah, the discoveries have like a red label. Yeah, yeah, but it was um, it was. I'll one, ask him. Finished in what was it finished? I don't in? remember. I'll find out. I have more finished bourbons in this bag here that we're gonna get to <laughs> later. So <laughs> don't you worry Hold your about horses. it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Salami. 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 All right. Here we go. And I hope you guys are enjoying and pour as you're listening mm. to this. That's so smooth. That gum. That's like a dessert. Like not dessert. I was going to say that is like caramel syrup. 
with a dry oaky finish. Yeah, you can definitely taste like it's the oakiness of like being fi- being I, a finished bourbon. Yeah, I, I almost feel like like a, yeah, like a like a char- chocolatey caramel like mm. ready dessert. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. The, the nose on this is outstanding. Yeah. So, Stacy, have you ever had a Chicago handshake? I have not. Joel, do you know what a Chicago like, handshake is? It sounds like wieners no, are involved. No, but <laughs> my mom immediately went something dirty. Um, so, uh, this is something that we got introduced to that night, and um, uh, our host, Brandon, was uh, talking about it all evening. <laughs> a Chicago handshake. So, um, we had the Chicago handshake that night. It is a, a shot of Malort. What? And then an is old that, style beer. Is that like a, a small it's, it was, it Smurf? Was, no. It, <laughs> it's a type of liquor. And so it was described to me as tasting like the day dad left. <laughs> or also an ashtray. So <laughs> it's, we've been drinking all, so, so to set this day up. Uh, <laughs> Mom smoked a lot of cigarettes that day. Yeah, dad went out for that pack of cigarettes and never came back. Hey, uh, that's like, what it tastes hey, like. Is this like that chick that made that, uh. That, oh, that yes, Rodney yes, six, that's what, six, yeah, to put, put our cigarette fingers in your face. Yeah, that yes, that's what it tastes like. <laughs> so uh, to, set Siggy, this, hands. to set this day up, me and Megan got up at 4.30 a.m. Uh, <laughs> we drank all day going to all these awesome places, had had, had a full dinner with uh, with drinks and pairings. We're drinking this Ferran blend. I mean, we're having a great time. And then we go out for like a few more drinks. And uh, the first thing we got to at the place, uh, Brandon hooked us up with these, these Chicago handshakes. It's the first thing. And I'm feeling okay at this point. But we take a shot of the day dad left uh, along with an old style beer, a crappy Chicago beer. We we down this beer. Like a Boilermaker? No, like you take a shot and then you just drink the beer. Gotcha. And so um, we had that and like that was the point where I was like, nope, it's over. And then it's like, <laughs> shot, shot, shot. So like that night was gone. Uh, we stayed out to like 1 a.m. Um, we, tried, we tried ordering a pizza on the way back to the hotel, but like it was just, <laughs> it, it was horrible. Like, like we just canceled it and like accidentally ordered one in Indiana. Like, I I mean, it was a mess. And uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, we're in Indiana. Yeah. That that was day one. I mean, that, it, it was a great day. So what did you, what did it taste like? So was Brandon like bringing these like the Ferrand blend dinner, or was that already like part of the, the dinner? It was a sponsored dinner, and okay. so so the, like they, they had um they had the Fusion Six, and they had the Ferrand blend there, and they made us a couple of mixed drinks, and we were having pours, like we could have whatever we want. This sounds like such yeah. freaking heaven. Oh, I like, mean, like um, doesn't I'm it? melting in my chair? Right yeah, now. I'm really I, upset. Like for the, I'm so. Jealous. <laughs> for, for the dinner, like I had um, uh, lamb chops for my main, but they also had like a pork belly main, Shut and up. like they had like these like spring rolls. I mean, they had just so much good stuff. Oh um, my gosh, I would die for a trip like that. No, right? it, it, yeah. it was so much fun. I, can, yeah. I cannot speak highly enough about this trip. Like, mm-hmm. like Bartown did such an amazing yeah. job hosting. I us. love enjoying those the. Just mm-hmm. the, the finer the, things, the, like the that. moments, and just indulging the knowledge, the finer things. Like, it's oh just yeah. So, so good. not only you're getting a, a badass behind the scenes look at how, everything, yeah, but you're getting doted on. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they treated us so well. So I need I need to know real quick. Before, we need to take a break, but before we go to break, what did it taste like? You Which one? The freaking dad. Dad left. Malort. The 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 uh, Chica- Malort. The Chicago. So the shot was Malort, and then and then the uh, the beer was uh, so the old com- style. The combo, 
The combo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, like the beer made it taste even worse. It <laughs> was horrible. It was like it, it accentuated the horrible <laughs> taste, which I think we need to do like a Knoxville handshake when we get brand into town. I was thinking oh, about this. I was yeah. thinking like a shot of moonshine and then like a local beer, you know? I've, like, yes. I've got some really shitty bacon moonshine in there. Oh, no, it's no, good. No, yes. no, it tastes, yes. like, it tastes yes. like shitty charcoal in your mouth. Yes. And then we'll get yes. Natty Daddies and make me drink no, 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 one no. of those. We need a local beer for that. All right, I got but, it. But, like, the a Knoxville not, handshake like, good. A, no. not, a not good local beer. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. it. I'll, so you want to make this shitty? Yes, like a punch in the mouth. <laughs> oh, he did it yeah. to him on purpose. Yes. This was a dick yes. move. We okay. got it. Uh, and like once we tasted that, like the night was over. It was just downhill from there. It was like, <laughs> we're here. Well, uh, I was going to say like a sprinkle of reload on top of the shot, but like if we're making this shitty, then reload is not involved. No, 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 no. no. It's not supposed to be good. Like okay. It's, it's right. supposed to be like a rite of passage. Uh, we'll 1,000% do it. And uh, with that being said, let's take a break real quick. And on the other side, we got two more flavors to get after we're gonna hear the rest of the trip that jeremy went on so stick around you don't want to miss it boy don't you wish sometimes you had a place that you could go and get the best meat every single time don't you hate going to the grocery store and having to sift through all the packages just looking for the perfect cut to serve to your guest well guys you ain't gotta do that no more because of the trp crew about to tell you about haltman family meats this place up here is out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and they have the best prime cuts you're ever gonna get. You want fillets? Haltman Family Meat has got it. You want skirt steak? You want brisket? You want ribs? Anything that you need to cook or barbecue, Haltman Family Meats can provide that for you, and the price is amazing, y'all. Not to mention, you can use code TRP21 and save 15% off already amazingly low prices so guys right now head to haltmanfamilymeats.com and load up of all the best prime straight from the butcher cuts never frozen straight to your door haltmanfamilymeats.com use code trp21 all right guys we're back from the break and if you aren't if you weren't already sucked in enough we're about to get you sucked in even more. And on the Joel's bro- gonna suck you more. I'm gonna suck you right in. Oof. We're having mm. too much whiskey now. Yep, that's it. And <laughs> well, that that last one was I can't say the, the name. Ferrand. Ferrand. It's like friend, but I, I always want hey to call it uh Ferdinand, like Ferdinand the Bull. Yeah. But it's Ferrand. It's a good movie, by the way. <laughs> yes. This one's 110 proof, so it's a little bit a little that, bit a little that, bit stouter. Well, that's right up my alley, and I'm disappointed because Jeremy said that one is Benito. So, um, Bar- which we're going to get into this more, but Bardstown does a lot of limited releases that are distillery only. And, and like, because they don't have like this long history where they have to like stick to like these same three things that they can only do, they go wild. Like this Ferrand one is finished in cognac uh, barrels. They have lots of these crazy ones. They're like distillery only or very mm-hmm. limited release. Um, and like you grab them when you can, because like, that's it. Like, once it's done, like that's so, it's done. That's so. That's, that's such good marketing, though. It's a reason to go to the distillery because there's always something new every couple months. They change it out. Like last time when Matt and I were there, they had um, a double oaked one we couldn't get because like everything was closed. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I hope they have it again. They didn't. They had something else, which we'll get into that. Hey. Um, but they always have like these beautiful blends there right. at, at the distillery, and that's the only place to get them. That's actually, you know, like side note, like same thing with Sugarlands Distillery with Roaming Man. You know, yeah, one of our yeah. favorite bourbons. Very we limited. We cannot find it anywhere, and when you mm-hmm. do find it it's limit one per bottle 
And my mom. And they're three seventy fives. Yeah. Yeah. My mom happened to go to the Sugarlands Distillery Center, <laughs> and like they went on a tour and everything. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, do you ha- check to see if they have any Roaming Man in stock? And they did. They had like three different. <laughs> when, I found, when I found out that she, her mom, was getting us two bottles of Roaming Man, I went straight to the cabinet. It was like, yeah. yeah. So you finished your bottle. You're chugging it. You're like, I don't no, need you no more. I was saving it because I didn't know she was going there and like. Two nights before that, he was drinking. He was like drinking a pour, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, this is I just forgot. so delicious!" Yeah. You get these bourbons, and, and just didn't you wanted to ration it. That's it. You get these bourbons that are so good, and they're so limited. You're like, I have to save this for a yeah. special occasion because I don't want to just gulp it down. So go yeah. to the distillery because you might get these special bottles. But now I've got another bottle of the same batch coming or here. Yeah, and then I got. One of the newer batches that her mom got too. She got two two different batches. Nice. So I've been go sip, to the distillery. Sipping there we go. A little bit. Anyways, moving all right. On. So uh, day two at Bardstown. Uh, we get up in the morning. Uh, we're all staying at like the Marriott downtown, um, and so we get up to go down to the bus. Also, like kind of a weird side note, there was like a bodybuilding competition going on at the hotel while we were there. So <laughs> like the first day we're there, like Megan and I are going to grab stuff at the car, and I'm like. Damn, that dude's jacked. Like, what in the world? And, and like, y'all are like I mean, eating four course meals. I mean, I'm like, oh. arm bigger than my leg, and I'm just like, what in the world? And then we keep seeing him, and we're walking past, like, going to, like, our bus one day, and, and they have, like, spray tan set up in one of, like, the ballrooms and stuff. I'm like, there's a competition going on. What? And so there's all these, like, jack guys going around while there's, like, all of us, like, whiskey guys. Yeah. <laughs> with, your bourbon, um, with your bourbon bellies and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Like, completely off topic, but yeah, that's what was going on there. So, uh, day two, uh, we spent the entire day in Bardstown. Uh, Bus picked us up 10 a.m. is about 45 minutes from downtown Louisville to Bardstown proper. And Bardstown, for those you don't know, is the hometown of Bourbon. Yes. Uh, it's where Bourbon started. It's where the most distilleries are. It is like the spot. Uh, there's not much going on there. Just yeah. Bourbon. Uh, it's a little small town it's with the, a lot of Bourbon. It's the Bourbon Mecca. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we went down there. Um, the uh, We get to downtown Bardstown and uh, Brandon set it up with the, uh, the Bardstown uh, Tourism Board. Uh, the the president of that met us there. Who is this guy, Brandon? Oh, he, I mean, he, my God, he's, he's the to dude. Our studio. He's pulling all the strings. Yeah. So, um, there's like a famous bakery there called uh, uh, Hadorn's Bakery, and they have these things called Yum Yums. They're like these little pastries, <laughs> and like they sell out at like seven a.m. You know, yep. you can't get them. So, uh, the tourism board, the, the lady who's in charge of it, <laughs> this lady like runs Bardstown. She went over there and got them for us, but like before they sold out, and had them ready for us at this other local coffee shop. Like, so, nah, nah. so we got some of these yum yums. It was like a bear claw that was twirled and had, I, it was just like an incredible like little <laughs> pastry. Uh, so we had some of those and then she took us to uh, the old Talbot Tavern. Have you heard of this place? No. So we go over there. It is, um, it's the oldest continuously run bar in America. Wow. 1785 is like no when they started. Way. Uh we got a Think whole Think of the spirits in that place. Right? No, 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 the owner is super into it. So we, like I mean we're talking like it's like maybe maybe 11 a.m. and we're like drinking like um his uh his pick of uh knob creek like the bar pick of the knob creek at like 11 a.m. while like, drinking out of man. it. He has like a all these like antique displays like in the bar area. Sure. I'm, I'm talking like pre-prohibition like bottles behind glass and stuff. I mean, in, insane stuff. Um, and so he takes us and gives us a, a tour of like the entire place because it used to have like a lot of stuff going on in it. And um, he takes us up to this room, like the mural room. And they think like uh, like one of like the kings of France when he was like um, like kicked out of the country came over 
to like Bardstown and like did these paintings in this room supposedly. And then Jesse James played cards in this room and like th there's like bullet holes in the walls where like Jesse James like was playing cards and shot holes in the walls. I have um, chills. Like, just a, think about so, the, the, the history I, uh, in those walls. What People that have touched those what tables. What I'm and, butthurt about. So, so he, here's me going pew pew in the room where uh, <laughs> where, where, where where Jesse James uh, wow. um, you know, shot holes while, while playing uh, cards in this room. You know, I mean, like, there's stories of ghosts. I mean, because obviously this tavern's 250 years old. Like, you know, there's stories of ghosts. People are the, still I frequenting mean, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's insane. Me um, and Stacey. Out for the homies. But, but me and Stacy, dude, I'm disappointed because we wanted to go. We've uh, we've talked about it so we many eat times. We this shit up so we do. hard. We, it, it's so much fun though. But we've talked about when we get when we would have the opportunity to take you mm -hmm. to Louisville, yeah. and show you the you no. Know, but you now you, 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 you guys have a high bar. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 yeah, so we're going to take you to the like the general admission. To all, of these <laughs> all right. So we're, yeah, we're going to buy your ticket, buddy. Yeah. So, so, this is the Buffalo Trace gift shop. Uh, yeah. we, gotta, we, 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 we were we, here five years ago. It was great. We, we got we we got to wait an hour for a bottle of Weller Special Reserve. Listen, you're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna love this community tour here. Brandon swept this away from us. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Brandon! So uh, a after Let's the go, uh, Brandon. After yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. After the Old Talbot Tavern, uh, we went and had lunch at a local brewery. We all had heartburn, so I bought a bottle of Tums off the waitress for like 20 bucks so we could all eat Tums with our lunch. <laughs> nice. we, we've been drinking nonstop for sure. like two days now. Uh, so after that, then uh, we traveled over to Bardstown Distillery, the Bardstown uh -huh. Bourbon Co. Uh, and then we spent the rest of the day there. Uh, that afternoon, uh, we hung out on their patio, played some bocce ball, drank some old fashions, you know, had a good time, uh, did an entire uh, tour of the distillery, which if you remember Matt and I's story from last time going there, uh -huh. I only got to see the distillery with all the no lights, lights turned off because the yeah. power was yeah. out and they were working on it. So the joke was the whole time, I was like, man, this looks so different with lights on. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, so we got to go Same back. Same with like men and women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. So we got to go back in. We got to see like, um, you know, the still working. We got to see um, the fermentation tanks, you know, fermenting, you know, it smells like like fresh baked bread back yeah. there with, Does, with everything. Doesn't it yes, though? Yes, it's so, so good. Because you saw the tanks empty. Empty, yeah. And when, they're, see, when that's yeah. fatting When they're up. bubbling. Oh, bro. Oh, it's crazy. And then um, he actually took us into the still room and then we climbed all the way to the top and like he took us to the top, like the roof of the distillery where you're not supposed to go yeah. and got to see the whole thing and stuff. You know, <laughs> it was pretty you're cool. Like, all right, Mike, take his eye out <laughs> We've only been drinking solid for two days, you know, no big deal. Uh, um, and so uh, we did that. Then we came back down um, and then um, trying to think where we went from there. So from there, we went over to the uh, to the actual Rick house. And uh, the first Rick house they built, they were the first people to ever do this. They put glass corners in it so you could see the barrels from the outside, which yeah, is super cool. Yeah, yes. you mentioned that, yeah. And so th th that was the first Rick house they built. And so uh, we went in there uh, and they have a bar attached to that one called Pete's Bar, which is uh, named after the owner. And so um, we went into Pete's Bar and then we went into the Rick house and we did a uh, a, whisk oh, a whiskey thieving tour. So they have three barrels set up in the Shut Rick up. house where you're thieving whiskey out of the Shut barrels. Shut up. about that, that thieve. Oh yeah. Like, it looks like a big old from the penis. Bunghole. Right, yeah. right out of the bunghole. And, and yeah. the thief goes It's a, a giant dick out of the butthole, okay? <laughs> And so, uh, and you put it right in your mouth. It's no, the it's, mouth. It looks so <laughs> historic. We were able to try. I'm trying to think now. It was the 
we tried their high rye, their whiskey, and then their regular rye, like 80% rye. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So high rye, weeded mash bill, and then uh, regular rye mash bill. Um, and like, straight like, from the barrel? Straight from the barrel, yeah. Oh, the, the rye bourbon, uh, the weeded bourbon, and then, then the rye, high rye. Tell me how it was, man. That's um, a good progression, too. Do you know me? I, I love weeded. That uh, The weeded was awesome. Uh, yeah, the yeah. rye was great. Uh, the high rye, I think, was of a lower age, like maybe only like two or three years Young old. Young and hot. So it was hot. It was very wintergreen. Um, and so it it was good, but it needed some time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were able to th- thieve from those. And then um, from there, we went back to Pete's Bar and um, we had some special drinks there. So Ooh. we're going to jump to the next one. Special <laughs> drink. Let's go. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me empty my glass, my, my glass real quick. Stacy. <laughs> Yay. Man, Hercules, Hercules. I just, I think about the, the, the process. Like we, we get a bottle of bourbon and whiskey and we pour it. Mm, mm, mm. But imagine what Jeremy got to do, Stacey. To I, be a, I watched the whole like, process. Well, I know. I, jealousy. I know, but imagine actually getting, having straight from the barrel, nothing else touching it. It just, so there so it that, is. That's a tour you can do at Bardstown. Like, like that's a tour open to the public. Like, you, oh, you, you can sign up for it. We gotta do a TRP it. tour. Like, oh, like you, you can do that one there. Like, that's a thing. Excuse so. me, Brandon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming oh, yeah. up there. Like, next time you guys are up there, like, that's one worth doing. They take I... you into the Rick house. It's incredible. You can't take any photos because it's, like, dark in there. There's, like, one hanging light bulb, so you can't see anything. Like, <laughs> it, it's awesome. So, like, um... So, so the next thing we did is uh, we went into Pete's Bar, and um, there we met with, like, the CEO of Bardstown. Uh, he came out and talked to us and thanked us for coming out and wow. stuff. Super nice guy. And then um, Danny, Danny Bardstown is his uh, Instagram handle. He is the VP of marketing there. He came out, and um, he wanted to share with us um, um, some bottles. And so... Um, he, they recently did a, uh, a, a special project with... Um, Coors Whiskey Co. What? Uh, no, what? Coors. No. So they they recently did a special distillate for them, and so they're getting into the into some Coors? whiskey. Coors. And so uh, what Coors did is um, is they shipped tankerfuls of water from the Rocky Mountains to Bardstown, Tennessee, to be <laughs> brewed into no this, way. to be distilled into this American whiskey, this uh, this four grain whiskey that is not released to the market yet. And so uh, he popped open a bottle of it, he, he, like you know, because of legal tax reasons, it had to all be shipped back. To to them and then he said hey i got a bunch of people coming in can i get a case back and so he got a case back and we pro- popped open a bottle and no. he gave each of us a bottle of five trail uh is, is there four wheat uh i'm sorry they're uh four grain, their four grain uh, american whiskey um made with uh rocky mountain water in bardstown for, from bardstown and uh yeah so i haven't even opened my bottle yet so let's crack I don't it want open you to. No, i'm going to disney world <laughs> no th- th- this one is for drinking Yes. When we all sat around dinner later that night, we were talking about what was our best pour of like the weekend and stuff. And all of us were saying like, not that this was the best one we had, but it stood out the most because it was so different from so what we're is, having. Will this be available for purchase? It will be. I think the MSRP is like, like 55 or so. Um, like here in like our liquor stores, likely? It depends on, on where. Hey, hey. You know. Yeah. Now when? We got a Brittany. We got a Britney. Britney. It, Britney it, at it, Bob's it, Liquor Style. It just depends if it's going to hit this market or not. Like, okay. like I don't know where it's going to I don't know why it wouldn't, though. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, like American whiskey. This is, if you're going to distribute bourbon and whiskey somewhere, yeah. this is where you do it. Hear me. Ooh, Ooh. it was nice and sweet. and sweet little pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a little. No, no, no. I'll, I'll take the deck. 
Are you sure? Yep. Give me I can shake it. No, it's good. I'm sure you got lots of shaking in your Jansport. Making fun of the Jansport. <laughs> Man, this is, so this is light. We're under 100. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh this my is gosh. 95 proof. And this is not a bourbon. This is an American whiskey, a four grain whiskey, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, very well balanced flavor. Um, but yeah, this is not on the market yet. Like the only people, the only people who have bottles of this are the people at this event. Like he, he was able to get one case and gave us each a bottle. So listen up y'all get your jelly pants on. Cause you don't, you're not drinking any of this right this here. This smells so, so Until smooth. Until it's released. Oh man. Doesn't it just smell good? Like, I, so... I want a cologne of this. this is, yes. You that, know what that, I mean? That, that's what it smells like. Yeah. Mm. I want vanilla ice cream with that port all over it. Stop. Salami. Salami. Mmm. Mm. I haven't tried it yet. That like the four grains are so balanced, aren't they? They they're, are. There, it's it's like the best of both worlds. Oh yeah. You, I'm sorry, you and get, I'm you know I will tell you if something's crappy. There's nothing bad about any of these. These are that's delicious. what I'm saying. All weekend was just this stuff, and it, it, it's like like I was saying like we talked later, and we were like, what is like. What is the best pour of the week? And it's like, man, like, how do you choose yeah. one? These like, hold up to all of the big boys. They are solid, mm-hmm. in-depth flavors. I mean, like, they're solid. A, solid th- a thousand percent. And what I, I'm going back to the four grain. No weird pops. You get things. the sweetness of the wheat. Yes. You get the little spice. Not not spicy, but the yeah. spice of the rye. Yeah. The caramels of the barley. I mean, all all the things that come through like that you love in bourbon yeah. are encapsulated in a four grain whiskey. I've drank a few four grains recently, and like I'm really, really liking that subcategory. Yeah, like the, it's just there's so much going on. Like your rise, you just get that spice. Your wheats, like I love wheaters. They're they're smooth as all get out, but like that's it. You know, with yeah. the, with the four grain, there's so much going on with them. I know because you're getting that smoothness that you that you like, mm-hmm. but the complexity is there. Yes. And that's what I like. You oh, guys yeah. are so unfortunate because like you're on this podcast with a female and like of all the bourbon tastings that we've done, this one is literally bringing me to almost to tears because it's so delicious. Right. Yeah. Like it's- I am really emotional right now. This is oh, yeah. amazing. But I'm telling you, and, and people think that this is, some people listening to me like, this, think this is stupid, but when you know the history and the science and everything behind, everything we're talking about, everything you went through, yeah. and then you take a sip of it and all no, of that, are dang good. all that rushes in. Oh yeah, and it really brings you to an experience. Well, a lot of times, like a lot of the ones that we've tasted on air, God you know, almighty, like they're Jeremy. good, but they're usually missing something. Like this has all the puzzle pieces. Like all of these have yes. had all the puzzle Amen. pieces. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. I'm telling so, you. So, um, while we were in Pete's Lounge, there uh, we had some snacks and stuff, and we also drank <laughs> snacks. We had some snacks, a little charcuterie. <clears throat> um, we, we, we drank something else, but I'm going to let us enjoy this for a minute before we get to the other thing that we drank. So Sounds I'm going to go ahead and uh, jump to the next thing that we did. Um, they are always doing new classes at Bardstown. They're always having fun, exciting experiences. So uh, Danny Bardstown, the VP of marketing there, he I actually, yeah, he, amazing guy. Um, he, he led us through a class. What they did is um, they set up a whole, we went to one of their classrooms upstairs uh-huh. and uh, they set up a whole sensory experience for us uh, where we got to um, work our way through smells and tastes to oh, here we go. to figure out what is the difference between a rye and a weeded 
drink. Oh yeah, a bourbon. So uh, we we had some uh, s- some little closed containers. We had to close our eyes and smell them and kind of guess the smells. And we went through it uh, for rye and then also for wheat. You know, we, we got to do that. And then we got to smell a rye and smell a wheat. And then we could identify those flavor notes, th- those smells, and identify it to where we worked all the way up to a mystery pour where we had to guess. Um, the age, the proof, and if it was what the main grain was so on it. So what, so, no way, yeah. so what we do on this podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and like we went through this whole process and um, uh, one of the girls who was part of our group, April, uh, she was like, uh, oh, I'll go first. She's like, I think it's um, a rye uh, 95 proof, four years old. And Danny is like, well... That's the end of the game because that's exactly what it is. Wow. <laughs> yes, uh, but but it was so much fun. Like like for the weeded one, it was uh, there was two things in the box. The first one was a piece of bread because you know wheat, and right. then the other thing, uh, the subtle note that you get off off a lot of weeders is uh, is cocoa. So there's some cocoa nibs in there. Yes, yes, and and so, and so you got those flavors, and the, and then you got to smell that the nose thing. Go back exactly, and then we got to learn like what tannins were. So he had like a. Um, a tea that was brewed for 24 hours straight. You, normally you brew tea for like five minutes, you know? Yeah. A 24 hour tea. So it had that high tannin, that that dryness on the inside of your mouth, on the side of your tongue there. Uh, it had that flavor to it. And so we were able to drink that to experience what, what a very tanned drink tastes like. Yeah, drier. Exactly. Yeah. And then identify that because, you know, the more, the older, you know, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, so that was super cool. Um, they have lots of classes on their campus there. Uh, and that was just one of them. That was a new one that they're introducing. Uh, you know, uh, rye versus wheat. You know, what's the difference? How That's to amazing. tell the difference. What other, what, are, what other distillery is doing that? Yeah, and, and they you, had it all set up. Like, we dude, had a whole tray of all these different drinks and smelling notes and different things to try. You know, water, uh, adding water with a dripper to open up yeah, a, a high-proof yeah, bourbon, yeah. like all sort of stuff. It was so cool. Do you feel like you had you learned something? A hundred percent. Like, um, <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm saying... <laughs> Were you breathing air on this uh, trip? So, <laughs> so like, like, I... We've talked about this before, wanting to do this. Like, um, uh, Bourbon Thieves has the uh, Bourbon Steward training program. Like, I'm going to purchase it and do it before the end of the year. Like, I am so hooked on this. Let's like, do it together. All, yeah. It's like 75 bucks to do, like, the uh, the initial. And then I think it's, like, 500 for, like, the weekend thing in Louisville, uh, like, like up in Kentucky and stuff. And that's, like, that, that's the executive bur- bourbon TRP, uh, steward. Yeah. TRP trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to have the regular one first. So oh, okay. We'll do that I one. You. I got it. Um, so we did that. And then um, from there, um, we went to dinner mm-hmm. at Bardstown. Um, in their... Um, in their mixing room above the uh, above the restaurant, they have like a private dining area up there. So they set us up up there, and then the uh, the chef made us an incredible dinner. Uh, one of the guys who was on the trip, um, his username is uh, Butcher and Booze Aram. He is a uh, a butcher shop owner out in California, what? and and he sent a box full of wagyu out uh, before he came out, <laughs> so that we could have a big wagyu dinner out there. <clears throat> so we Did had you uh, butcher and booze. Yeah, but, I wrote it down. Butcher and booze on Instagram. Aram, uh, super nice dude, uh, super into bourbon. And uh, him and his brother started a uh, a butcher shop out in California, a wagyu shop. And so uh, he sent out um, a bunch of wagyu tenderloin for beef tartare. And then Stop we had, it! and then we had like a. a wi- <laughs> A whipped, a, dick. a whipped goat cheese and tomato salad. And then we had Wagyu smoked picanha. Jesus Christ. Uh, with collard greens and grits. <laughs> um, it was fantastic. And then we had like like this apple, like tart dessert uh, crumble type thing uh, w- with a an ice cream Brandon had made for us using um, 
Bardstown Fusion 6 infused ice cream. And then, of course, the whole time, we're, we're drinking Fusion 6 and uh, Ferran. So you already have those lingering flavors in oh, your mouth. Oh, when 100%. I, I'm no, censoring myself. Every, everything so he's saying is when Jesus takes me from this world <laughs> is prepared for me mm-hmm. in heaven. Yes. That's what I am envisioning yes. right now. Yeah. <laughs> gummit. Um, and, and, and so that was, that was the last event that we did. There was like this incredible, uh, Wagyu dinner that they had set up for us. Um, absolutely amazing. Um, we're all still trash from the night before and we're heading back to Louisville now on the bus. I mean, half the guys are passed out, you know, guys, we, we were taking over under bets with, uh, with, with one of the buddies I made of how many people were going to throw up on the bus on the way back. I mean, See, it was you're that time. guy. You're that guy though. Like me. I, I can drink a lot. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but yeah. it's, it's it's the marathon is not something that I'm good at. Yeah. So I would be the guy passed out probably on the bus, and yeah. you and I've always envisioned you being the guy that's like, nope, I ain't doing. The, it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the first day, like I was good all day long. We're drinking all day. Yeah. I was good all day long until that Chicago handshake. When that hit me, I was like, nope. I'm done. Let's go hard now. <laughs> and and then and then like 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 we we, See, we, we were vendetta. going yeah. a vendetta. <laughs> we, we, we were going from person to person buying rounds. I was like like my round. I was like wild turkey 101. Let's go ten shots. Give them a to me. Like, proof. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like you um, you you f with me. I f with you. Yeah. Um. And so like like uh you know we head back um and you know the night before. Megan and I tried to get this pizza. It never worked out. So we're like, we're going to get this pizza tonight. We're going to do it right. We're going to order uh, some crappy Papa John's pizza. Um, <laughs> Didn't work. No one's going out. And so uh, uh, she puts an order in and uh, we go to walk over to Papa John's and um, uh, she ordered a pizza in, in Indiana. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and so that didn't work out. Uh, we, we find this like local corner bar and we're like, oh, we'll go in and like order. Like it's like pizza and brews. And so we're like, oh, we'll order a pizza and like uh, have a drink while it's like, getting ready to go and uh we go in and like there's like two guys from the trip like in there like <laughs> eating and we're like oh okay like <laughs> hey, party on yeah. so so we go have some beers and order pizza um they're like it it's like 11 12 at night by now they have a flight out to california these guys at 6 a.m the next morning so they have Jeez, to get up um, at like four you know for this flight and it's already like 11 they're 12 like, o'clock. Screw it. yeah and so uh <laughs> the next morning one of these guys he uh, uh his name's ruben he messages me around 8 a.m. He goes, hey, what time are you headed to Nashville? I was like, I'm going to Knoxville, buddy. And your flight was two hours ago. He's like, yeah, we missed that. We're going to Nashville for a flight. So, so they had to take their rental car, him and two of his, two of his buddies, headed to Nashville, continued to drink the whole day, went to like Nashville Barrel Society, like all these places hey, what in Nashville, wrong, right? and, and then flew back to California. Holy they smokes. made that flight. But yeah, no, it was, it was, it was just such an incredible weekend. Uh, so much fun. Man, that's awesome, oh, dude. Yeah. Finish, and I'm sure finish that-, that drink. I got another pour. Hey, I'm ready, that I'm just ready. solidified already. I'm sure your obsession with the art of this. Oh, 100 100 percent. I tell people all the time. They're like, you know, I want to get into bourbon, but I just don't like the taste. And I tell them, don't shut yourself out yet. I would sit on the couch and tell Joel, "You need to get away," because I couldn't stand the smell. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Yeah, I'm sucking down bourbons and, Which, yeah. and like telling you the notes. So you and I both have not been into bourbon that long. And I mean, like really, we got into it at the same time. Yeah. I mean, get yourself a bottle of like Maker's Mark, like like a lower proof weeded bourbon and just slowly work your sip. way into it. And sip then, it. Then, Don't take big yeah. gulps. Just well, do you, do you know how you were talking about you had a, your, a bottle with your name on it? Yeah. And you didn't want to open it? 
Yeah, well, I mean, like, it, it's not like a crazy special bottle or anything, but it just it has it's my special. name. It's special to me. I've, I've had a bottle of OG Maker's Mark mm-hmm. uh, for eight years. Yeah. With my name on it. Yeah. And I've Because you got it for it your yet. 30th birthday. I know. And I'm like, I. I it I, won't get cracked. It's not a good. It's not, it's, it's not like a amazing bottle of whiskey, but there's something about it. It was yeah. given to me in my the beginning. The start of your journey. The start of my journey by my aunt and it said happy birthday for my 30th birthday a big birthday for me and I picture myself wanting to open that you know at, uh, at a special time I don't know maybe when the boys get 21 you know oh my know. god well Jesus Louise that's gonna be what hey I, I personally mine. think you just keep that one the, rocking here show yeah. you a picture that, that, oh yours is so much cooler than mine that, <laughs> that's the bottle they gave me and like th- like they even gave one to Megan with her name on it and so they, they no. gave everyone they, they were super cool about it yeah it like, even says at the kitchen white law yeah no, we need oh. we need one that says re- that reload podcast yeah why don't you uh, contact Brandon and say hey <laughs> <laughs> Before you come down, reload rub and seasoning. I go right here yeah. on these oh, shelves. Oh yeah, I'll go on the studio shelves. That is that, that is like high dollar real estate right there. We have two shelves Amen. in the studio, but like our most prized possessions are there. Well, just a full bottle of OGD one fourteen. Well, uh, empty well, bottles of well, that was a four hundred dollar freaking you know third of a bottle of uh, Booker's thirtieth anniversary. Booker's thirtieth, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, back earlier, so, so that was pretty much the whole trip. Um, Back earlier when we were in Pete's bar, we had two drinks. We had this uh, this five trail, this uh, so Coors Whiskey Co. Uh, four grain. But uh, Danny Bardstown also brought out their uh, their latest distillery collection, which is like these special blends, like the Ferrand and stuff. They have a new one in right. the distillery, and he was saying it was his. It's it's been his favorite drink of the entire year. Uh, this distillery one they have now. Uh, so snagged a bottle of that. And uh, got it right here for us to try. Oh. Uh, this is distillery only. This is a triple blend stave finish. So uh, th- this Did is they a- choose the staves. This is a blended one, and they add staves into it to finish it. You, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like how Oak and Eden adds that little stave to the bottle. Yeah, they do it to the barrel. They add it to the barrel. Yeah, the different flavor notes of staves. You know, because we were we were questioning like the Oak and Eden thing. You know, it's like how long has that bottle been sitting there? Did how long is that little? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This this they control it. You know, they select. Uh, um, I think there there was like three staves they selected, and every barrel got three of these staves in it to finish it. And so this is the uh, the stave finish is wow. the, is the one I have here. It's beautiful. Yeah. So uh, pass okay. some glasses over. Let's oh try it out. Oh my gosh! So. And I love how like we're all like so excited. We're like we're gonna take Jeremy one day to like Louisville. Like he's gonna be showing us around. Well, you know what? Like I've got no. a key to the back of this, this yeah. distillery. We're gonna walk in here. After Prior hours. to this trip, <laughs> he would have really appreciated a nice TRP Louisville trip before I got ruined. But yeah, right. you you did get ruined, bro. Because but yeah, no, but what, I, I love how like just just changing up the staves can like I feel like this is like the fifth element. But like one of my best bards, not Barstown, one of my best Louisville experiences was the the trip where we went to Bardstown, and we you know we ate at their restaurant, and one of the best bourbons I ever had was part of their Discovery series, and it was fantastic. Yeah, and like this is the one I was telling you like earlier, like with the Ferran blend and stuff, like. Um, if you go there now and they have this triple stay finish, like buy yourself two bottles because it's never going to the stores. It's only a distillery 
yeah. product. Yeah. And it, and like, if you go back in three months, they won't have it. It'll be sold out. Like it, they're on to the next thing. That's like their, they thing. don't, they don't dick around. No, no, no. Like they made so much of this and then they go to the next thing yeah. and then they go to the next thing. So mm-hmm. if you want this, like you better grab it because it's going, I love it. You know, I, lo- I love what they're doing. Man, it is like that. So there's that cacao you talk about. Yeah. Cacao. It's punching me in the face here with the smell. Stacy's getting content. Mm. Sorry. It's sweet. It's cho- I haven't tried it yet. Well, smell it. Smell it first because that, that chocolate hits you in the It's in the chocolate. Nose. Yeah. Yeah, it's finished with oak staves. Holy smokes. Get out of town. Right? Oh, my goodness. Right? No wonder that bottle's half empty. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just delicious. Mm. It's beautiful. I'm definitely getting that cacao vibe off of it, mm-hmm. right? That dark oh, chocolatey, yeah. like look, look how dark that is, mm-hmm. like, and the oak just like sits on the back end. <sighs> I'm gonna have a co- cup of coffee before I go hold up this one. <laughs> we have a pull out sleeper couch well, upstairs. I have, <laughs> I, yeah, well, we have the appropriate pour over coffee method for you, sir. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Mm, Jeremy, you oh, saved the so best good. for last. Uh, yeah. Th- in my opinion. This one I wanted to serve to you last because I, th- I thought this was oh. the one that you would really like. Yeah. I I'm mean, it down so I, if you just served this to me first, everything else would have been a letdown. Yeah. And I will say this and five trails was my two favorites. But the yeah. last two is really what you, you did in progression. Yeah. What I, what I would, you, you did a good pour. This is the, and, and this was like, I didn't choose that progression. This was the progression of our weekend. You know, we drank a bunch of the Fusion Series all throughout the weekend, so it's a great start. Uh, the Ferran was the Daily end of our separate, first yeah. night. Uh, the Five Trail was just a special pour after doing that that, that whiskey thieving. And then um, Danny was able to share this with us, and it was it, it was just fantastic. You, you know? Yeah, so you, the initial smell, on what what's the last one called again? This is the uh, Bardstown uh, Bourbon Company Distillery Collection uh, Triple Blended Stave Finish. Son of a gun. Props props to Bardstown for putting on, first of all, putting the time and the quality into their stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. they... But they're not skimping. No, they're yeah. not. Like, they're going to do it like right I said, or not at all. They're waiting to the six-year mark before they sell any non-blended uh, whiskeys. Yeah. All right, so check and it out. I appreciate to a put company that in per- that's going to do that. To put that in, in perspective, so will it? Mm-hmm. That is a that is an old, well-renowned company. Lux Rose, just down the road from them. Right? Yep. Okay. So, they're, they're in Bartown so also. Will it used to have some, uh, and they still have some good stuff. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But they had amazing, old, rich bourbons. Yeah. Okay? Bourbon boom hits. They weren't ready for it mm-hmm. to sell out. Well, they yeah. don't. They're missing out on sales, so they adapt and just start selling really young bourbons. But they got a really cool bottle. So oh yeah, mm. <laughs> but it's, but, it, but, it, only, but for us bourbon lovers, no, we're not touching it. Yeah, but, but that's, what, that's what I'm getting at is is Bardstown's doing it right. They're saying nah, we're gonna sit. We're gonna do it right. We're gonna put the put. It's the, like the tuxedo, the time into of bourbons. it. Well, this right here, the nose, you get the chocolate, yes, and the char mm-hmm. on the back end. Mm-hmm. I got a little low kittrel going on right little, there. Low kittrel. Yeah, I've just gotta say, I've got. You smell the char. I've got a lot of respect yeah. for them. I've got. I mean, like, I have yeah. a lot yeah. of respect for them as a company. I know if it's gonna have their name on it, it's gonna be good. I don't yeah. think they're gonna put their stamp on it if it's not. Um, I tell you what, they so, put on a good. They, I, they treated you guys well. Yeah. When, when they make like their fusion and discovery series, like they're blended. So they have an entire blending room where they go through, I mean, 
hundreds of different bourbons they have together, like um, like different bourbons they can get from different areas, and they blend them together. Like I mean, dozens and dozens and dozens of blends before they find the one that they like, and then. They play with the proof. Do we want it higher? Do we want it lower? Oh, do we want to add some age to it? Oh, like th- they go through this whole thing and they perfect it. And they have everyone there weigh in. Like if if you're part of the staff at Bartown Bourbon Co., like you're weighing in on like what's going into fusion, what's going into discovery, because they want all of those opinions. They want everyone's opinion on it so they can make the best product possible. Mm-hmm. Are you getting cherry out of this? Chocolate cherry. cherry. Oh, like a chocolate covered cherry? Yes. I can see that. Yeah. Like a dark cherry. Son of yeah. a gun. A big cherry. Guys, I'm I'm putting this in the TRP. Top ten, yeah, maybe top five. Like I'm really, it can hang. I am, and the the problem is, is it's it's like literally, like if we go to Bardstown next month, this won't be there. That's not, but but like the thing is, it'll be replaced with something just as good. But that's, but it won't be this one, right? That's got to be a subcategory. Yeah, it can never be in the in the in the top fifteen. Yeah, it's got to be a subcategory. So like like the Bardstown Bardstown um distillery collection, it's kind of like Booker's. You know, they're all hitters, but you never like like it's a different one every time. You never know what you're so, gonna get. So yeah. like you know, Booker's batch, whatever you know, is your favorite one. But like you love Booker's overall, but every batch is oh, different. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's like the same idea. We have a running thing with our Brittany at Bob's Liquor Store. If a Booker's oh. new Booker's comes out, put our name down for it. Did and I'm get, probably going to ask her tomorrow morning. Hey, did, wait, did you guys get the Bardstown batch yet? That's the newest one. No, I saw it. But no, I, we not, saw it. I saw it in Kentucky, but I, I, like I didn't grab one. I'm sure we'll have one. I'm, I'm praying to God that she does. She she knows if a booker's available that so we want it. So but if I'm we don't be, have one and you see one, yeah, yeah. I thought about texting you because we went to like a really good like liquor store that had a bar built into it, like like on one of the days, and um, ha- had some pours and stuff. Um, and I saw that on the shelf there. And I was like, I wonder if they have this one yet. But like, I didn't ask them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All yeah, right. We'll, we'll, we'll be working on that one. Well, let's take a break. And on the other side, we're jumping straight into Read Little Recommends, y'all. So stick around. We'll see you then. guys so we are back from the break and it's time for your favorite segment of the podcast we recommend things to y'all that are cool and badass with that being said let's roll straight into reload recommend so let's start things off with i think i'm gonna go first roll things up with jeremy and of course we always end things with sugar pants over here sugar that's right so all right what i got recommended for y'all yes please Going with <laughs> going with the whole trend that I've been on for the past what four weeks, it's, it's hunting season, and if you are somebody that is wanting to get, you know, outdoors, you don't want to buy put a huge investment into coverage, which is like a blind. You're, if you're too apprehensive to get a tree stand to climb up a tree, a lot of y'all are. Um, I have this thing about a Maristep. A Maristep makes a single and a double man blind which is basically it's it's a camping chair same kind of fold-out chair that you would go to a ball game in or tailgate in or just sit in your backyard it folds out compacts really tight but it has a nice pullover blind that is semi waterproof and you could tuck in really tight into small areas and get in and out quickly 
You don't have to carry in a giant blind that's a pain in the ass to take down. You've seen my stories where I'm fighting ground blinds just to get them back to their natural state <laughs> in order to get them out of the woods. This thing, right, Maristep makes this a single man and a double uh, where you can get two people in there. So if you got the double. Well, I mean, I, I would like, I actually gave Wild, uh, Wildcat Matt's wife, LB. She was like, what do I get Matt for, for his birthday? I'm like, get him this right here. Because he got Boone. You know, he wanted to get Boone, yeah. Boone in the woods. And I was like, get the double. It's perfect. Well, I've got to say, like, out. I didn't even know that you owned this thing and you popped it up outside on our back patio. And I think it's so badass. Like, it's really, really cool. Like, all, the kids, we were cooking dinner the other night. We were cooking, like, fillets so, and salads and stuff. And the kids were like, can we please eat in there? So the first, the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, it's still sitting out there. Jeremy, it's got, you need it, to go check it it's out. got cup holders and everything. So the first dove hunt, me and Jace went ever, ever went on. It started raining. We hopped inside that blind. I brought it as a chair, but it started raining. We threw that thing over. We had skittles and we hung out in there, and it was, it was a fun time. Uh, the Jurassic Park turkey hunt uh, oh, yeah. from back in the day. Is that what we were? Using? I was using that blind. I when I shot the turkey, I was not using the blind. But what's the, the Jurassic Park hunt? That's when Matt put the Jurassic Raptor noises in when I was talking about the. Oh, oh, oh that yeah, one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were in a big one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that was much bigger. We were in. No, yeah. no, no, yeah, yeah. But no, so uh, but I was using that blind primarily because it was it, it's really steep terrain and it was light and it was easy to carry in for one person. Yeah. Quick, quick setup, quick takedown. So it's a Mara step. Single person or double, you know, chair ground blind. Check it out. So that's my that's my recommendation. Jeremy, bring, <laughs> tell us what you got, brother. I'm I'm half lit. Let's I need, go. I need Advil. <laughs> I think you're full lit. Um, I have uh, a ridiculous recommendation this week. I'm really excited. Uh, about I mean, like really ridiculous. Uh, me and former producer Matt Farr were talking about this recommendation uh, because I purchased it uh, within hours of it coming out. <laughs> um, it is. Uh, I mean. If Big Paul on the Grill, a uh, friend of the show, uh, r- uh, recent guest of the show, uh, really does buy all of our recommendations, he's going to be really screwed when he hears about this one. Um, Apple, Mac, just uh-huh. came out with the new MacBook Pros uh, a couple days ago as the recording of this, and I purchased one, got a new computer. Finally! Uh, finally wow. got a new computer. Um, it only costs $3,500. Um, <laughs> It is so wild, like so, like wh- something I'm happy for, for you. Something buddy. for me, like like I really want to get into more video stuff. I want to get into like the YouTube sphere, like the longer form videos and stuff. And like yeah. my computer just wasn't doing it. And I've known for a long time. I've been saving for a long time because I knew Apple was going to be coming out with these computers. You're talking about yes. This. Um, so they just came out with their new chips, uh, new computers to go around it. So I got the 16 inch um, M1 uh, Max chip. So to give you an idea of how powerful this is. Um, you know how uh, how much data it takes to record in 4K. This computer can edit um, 30 streams of 4K video at once. No way. It can edit seven streams of 8K video, which we can't even record in because who the hell can rec- uh, like afford a red camera? Sure. L- like this computer is made for like processing like Hollywood movies. Like, Come on, it's insane. Man. So like, what's it called? It, the, uh, it, it, it's the new 16-inch MacBook Pro. Um, and so um, it is as powerful as any gaming laptop on the market. But the big thing is because of their silicon chips uh, with gaming computers, it has to be plugged into a power source in order to actually use um, the video card properly. Like when I play Fortnite. Yeah, it has, yes. has to be plugged in. The Mac does not. 
What? I can play Fortnite with this? You can play Fortnite unplugged with this. Let's but drop. This is this is a. Let's this drop thirty-five hundred dollars. No, so you play no, Fortnite. No. Hold on, and here's the other thing. Let's say you need a little quick charge. It has fast charge. Uh, thirty minutes of charge will get you at the fifty percent. No but way. This is the thing. Yes. This is the thing. I've always heard you cannot play Fortnite on a Mac. Because the uh, the older processors couldn't handle it. But this one you can. This new M1 Max, a uh, 32 core neural engine can process. Stop looking at me. Can process 400 gigabytes of data per second. Yes, this can That's do it. Fast graphics on my Fortnite gaming. It's absolutely That's insane. That's what reloads me. I'm sorry. That's yeah. what I like to do at the end of a night. Look, you you might like a cup of coffee. You might like a cup of bourbon, or you might like a cigarette. I like a game of Fortnite. No, and, and like <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 not saying like it's a good gaming computer. I'm saying. It's as fast as the fastest gaming computer on the market. So that's going to be... And do you have it in your procession? I ordered it within hours of it coming out, but it's, it's, it's going to be like three to four weeks before I get it. Okay. Yeah. Bro, Chacho, man. That, that's good to hear, though, because... because like, like th this computer was made for like content creators. Yeah, like if yeah. you're doing what we're doing, like weren't. yeah, this is like like they realized that they added a bunch of ports back in. It has like four Thunderbolt ports. It has an SD card slot, so you can pull your card Finally. out of your camera, put it in. Um, like like I was joking with my cousin because like like for those of you at home that don't know, like I am like notorious for like upgrading things. Like my computer is literally ten years old right now, uh, ten yeah. years old uh, MacBook Pro. Um, like we we're joking because like the MagSafe charger is like coming back and like I never lost it it was gone for 10 years but i never lost it because i have a 10 year old computer um like my old computer has an sd card reader but like i can't run photoshop on my computer because it's like Bro, so old my pc sitting behind you right now yeah. is a beast that's a mm -hmm. beast of a computer does not have an sd card slot yeah i have no to, and, and i mean I like like mine you know um um i didn't upgrade the hard drive but it's it, it comes standard with a one terabyte uh 32 gigs of ram is a standard for that that um that but you can upgrade to 64 gigs if you want i mean i, I mean the the display is like a liquid retina display and uh, 16 inches million. that's a big screen for a yeah. laptop yeah you know what I'm oh yeah, yeah the the laptop she had prior mm -hmm. to the one we have now was a 17 inch and yeah. i and i bought it I, I bought i bought it as a gaming computer for editing yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what it is. That's that's got my uh, it's got my loins. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean like uh, the, I'm, I'm moving. The processing capabilities of this computer is just so beyond anything that I will ever need. Like it, like it, and that's what I'm looking for because that's that's what I want to get more into, and that's been the thing holding me back. So like I'm super excited about it. So like if you're in the market for a computer and like this is the kind of stuff you want to do, check out Apple. It was just released. Um, it'll be like a week ago as of the dropping of this podcast. Gotcha. Um, and I mean go check them out. Uh, they're doing amazing things. They're manufacturing all of their chips in house, and they are just blowing everything out of the market. Uh, because like they have so much control over it. It's about time. Way to yeah. shit on my recommendation, Jeremy. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Hey, J Stacey, what you got? All right, so this week, I've got two recommends to bring to you guys. The first one's going to be from Moa, mm. personally. I've actually been sitting on this recommendations for a couple weeks. I didn't want to recommend it without Bougie actually in person here. That's right. Oh, I know what this one is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I came across this um, book... Now, I've always been a fan of Stanley Tucci. He's an actor, um, yeah, Italian. He's good. Um, awesome. He's in the movie uh, Julie and Julia, where I basically fell in love with him. He plays um, Julia Child's husband in this movie. He came out with a book, and it's super, super unique. Uh, what I like about this book, it's called Taste. Uh, like He's telling life stories through food. So the story of his life. Yeah, yeah, the story of his life through food. So like you're listening to his story, but it's all through like 
so, school lunches so, and like, I can't even tell this appropriately. So like, hang on, you've been you've been talking to me about this. So basically, he's hey, this is my life, documentary style. Up with but, friends, but and, you know what? Sprinkled in throughout this is all the food we had. He drops recipes, recipes instead of cocktails. Ha, have you finished it yet? I have not. I'm like probably halfway through. So my favorite part of the whole book, like like you recommended this to me, and I was yeah. like, that is a book I would love, and like I loved it. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part was where um, he describes what cra- like craft services is like the food that they the, the catering food on, on a movie set. Have you guys had that part yet? No. So he goes country by country and describes how it is in every country, oh. and like that that was my favorite part. The first part was kind of like the first half of the book is kind of dry, but when he starts getting into the movie career stuff and what it's like to eat on a food like 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 on a set and his favorite meals and stuff, it's super interesting because ah. he, he, he's like this country fucking sucks and this country has amazing food and this like it was yeah. so interesting and so I'm That's listening wild. to it on audible so it's actually narrated like the book it's is read him. in his voice which his voice is just so colorful anyways yeah. yeah and he's cursing through it and like when he talks about like tomatoes and olive oil and crusty mm-hmm. bread like I'm salivating for go. all of this yeah. food and it's just really unique like growing up in Westchester New York and like his mm-hmm. Italian um, you know, heritage and everything. And yeah. they talk about, we don't have a meal without wine being served at it. And, you know, just the whole ingredients. So he's telling the story of his life all with like what they're eating at the table, what they're serving at the holidays, what their like their traditions are. And then all sprinkled throughout it are the homemade recipes like eggs and purgatory. Mm-hmm. Like I've got to try that. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. There, There is a book you can actually read or you can go on audible and get it. It's, Taste by Stanley Tucci. Me and Stacy were joking around at dinner the other night. Me and the boys and and her were sitting at the table, and she said she just told me about the, the this book, and that they you know Italians there's never a meal without wine. Yeah. We're like, well, Southerners never have a meal without, without bourbon. Well, <laughs> well we that's dr- we drink yeah. milk. At no, I was gonna say some cow's milk. We, that's, we drink milk at every dinner. Do you really? Yeah. Every that's so weird. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> well, you know, buddy, we're country as shit. I can't remember the last time I drank a glass of milk. Are you kidding me? I don't drink milk. Really? No. Buddy, I, I I, me, and my, me and my boys will go through two gallons a week. We go through a gallon a week in our house. Like, our kids have, like, bottles of milk before bed and stuff. And, like, yeah. Before nap and stuff. But, like, no. actually drinking a glass of milk with years. My sons, they crave it. They're like, yeah. I want some. I want. I want a glass of milk, Dad. My bones need it. Need it. My bones. <laughs> I need some bones. Hey, buddy, they haven't broke nothing yet. So hey, but no. Anyways, why? Right, what you got, girl? What, what What's up with the second recommendation? All right, guys. So we also for this week's reload recommends on Spotify playlist. We have a listener. I guess I could say listener. I don't know. It's a, like strange. a listener, a longtime fan of the show. A yeah, longtime I mean, fan of the show recommendation. Wish, wishes he hadn't made a mistake and left the show. Yeah, that, Cre- that, that needs guy. To come back to creeper level with us. five. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Mr. Matt Farr, former producer of that Reload Pos- podcast, I happened to be perusing on Reload Recommends on Spotify the other day and noticed that a song creeped up on our playlist. Creeped up on And I listened to it and ended up sending it to my friend who loves this tasty beverage. So, with that being said, this one is from Houston songwriter Robert Ellis. It's a song about something that's very near and dear to all of our hearts. Life from his 2019 album Texas Piano Man This is Topo Chico Topo Chico and Lime Topo Chico and Lime Well I'll be 
Come on now, that slaps. Put some that ass. slaps. Put some ass in a glass. Uh, listen to this. So my wolf pack, you guys all heard about my wolf pack, my, my group of eight girlfriends. Sure. So we are going on a cabin trip and, you know, a lot of us like Topo Chico and I sent this to one of my best friends and, and sent it to her and she was like, that is the best song I've ever heard. Yes. <laughs> and I Hands said, we're singing down. this at the cabin. So. Amen. Y'all need to go out for like a karaoke night and yes. like, that's the song. That's it. It's Pull going, my phone up, bitch. Yeah. We're going to be drinking and we're going to have Topo Chico's out the wazoo. So Matt, you just made my month. By recommending that. That's so right. Thank you so much. All right. Well, good deal. That's an excellent recommendation. And I do enjoy the song. So, all right, guys. Speaking of enjoyment, I would enjoy it if you would hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to that reload podcast anytime, anywhere. And after that, give us a review, guys. Five stars if you love what you're listening to. So, guys, we love you. We'll see you on the next show. See you next Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. you shaking that ass look at her shaking that ass do we need to get her put up yeah probably go on sadie